Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Thriving Thursday on the Empowered in My Skin podcast. Are you ready to be inspired by chewable sized episodes? Well, I think you are. So let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes! And welcome to the next episode of Thriving Thursday. And I am looking at this beautiful queen who is Gabriela Gabi One B G A B Y Mamone. <laughs> welcome, Gabby. Ah, thank you. Get you so queen by your side queen thank you very much and today oh we got a king we got a king we got a king in the house wow we got two queens this platform today is royalty because boy do we have an experience for our guests today our listeners so we have a very special guest today oh my gosh one of my most favorite people in the world well, I'm accompanied by two of my favorite people. So how, how, how gifted am I at this moment? Oh, my gosh. So in a moment, I will introduce Roger. Uh, well, actually, I'll introduce him right now. So Roger is a world champion in public That's incredible. Speaking. It's so incredible. Yes, a world champion in public speaking with Toastmasters International. He took home third place honors, placing top three in the world. world. That's crazy. World. Yes. He <laughs> dedicates his time to raising social awareness and social change. His passion about diversity through social media and per- supporting really, you know, a lot of virtual events and organizations as a keynote speaker. He's a panelist. He's a coach. He's a youth leadership um, ambassador. He's really an amazing driven individual who continuously helps people find their voices and maximize their greatness. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The most important thing is that when this individual walks into a room, the yeah. power, the energy, the, oh, the, like, the, yes. what? Are you kidding me? He yes. lights up, lights oh. up the space, and then yes. he speaks. And then yes. he leaves you bawling or laughing yeah. or Okay, we gotta get it. Oh. We're like five minutes in. We haven't even said nothing. Going to pray. Listen, I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay you. I got the checks. I got the checks ready, man. Lord have mercy. Nobody oh, knows his name God. yet. <laughs> I just love this intro. I could go on and on and on. Introduce my amazing, loving, dearest friend. Help us welcome Roger, Roger Caesar. Yeah, boop 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 boop. <laughs> Oh my God, you ladies are amazing. Congratulations on this show. Congratulations on your individual successes. I am so happy to be here. Woo! I love it. Best response yet, man. We might have to just record that and put that on as an ad. Yeah. Oh my God. So Roger, thank you for saying yes on such short notice. And you know, I'm bringing you back as a actual guest, um, but we want to hype you up on this thriving Thursday. And, yeah. and we want to talk to you about the topic about storytelling. Like since you're such a master at it, 
We really want to even understand how, like, how did you get there? And, you know, what are some things that you can share with our listeners as to how they can figure out if they have a story? Well, everyone has a story, but how to like pull out their story Mm -hmm. and, and put a compelling, you know, put some, put a compelling message around it. Yes. I mean, the thing about it is that uh, when people look at me and especially if I go places, I'll always ask the question, when you look at me, what do you see? And obviously there comes the natural question, the natural answers, which is, man, you're successful. Uh, You look like you have everything together, perfect, total package, all that. The reality is, is that I was extremely shy growing up, extremely shy. Uh, You know, I joined the organization of Toastmasters primarily because I took over my family business and I walked into an executive's office the first time and he had he was an introvert. And I never experienced anything like that where I walk in trying to stir up a conversation with this person and he just stood there looking at me and he just uttered out. Thank you. After yeah. what felt like maybe five hours in that room. So I, I learned very quickly that I needed to work on myself. And you asked the question, how do you bring these stories and, and these situations out? Well, I open my eyes and I look at all the things that have happened to me in my life now. And especially when I go on those stages and I, I put together these particular speeches, I am constantly looking back at the different situations, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, that have happened to me in my life. And I realize one important thing, and that is all your stories are meant for somebody out there. Yeah. Regardless of how personal it is to you, your story, the message that you can convey through a story can help somebody out there, no matter what it is. And that's why I always, always allow myself to be vulnerable to share those stories now. Oh, it's so true. I mean, I've sat in many of your audiences and yes, you connect with us. Like you really, really, really connect with us. But how? Some people are thinking I do presentations at work. I, I, you know, I, I, I want to do keynotes. How, what is it that you have? What is it that they can learn from to be able to connect with the audience as impactful as you do? Well, I'll I'll put it to you this way. Number one, when we're talking about storytelling, understand one thing, and I'll say it like this, and your audience can write this down because I'll repeat myself. Your stories are the gateway to your soul and the pathway to an audience's heart. Repeat that. Your stories are the gateway to your soul and the pathway to an audience's heart. I love that. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean simply this. Everybody has a story. Everybody has experiences. Everybody has things that have happened to them. Here's how you connect to an audience through those stories. We can relate to you when we feel that we can connect with you. Mm -hmm. Gabby, 
you have told me many stories uh, uh, when I have listened to you and you've talked to me about things that have happened to you. They are your personal stories. But how do you connect with me? Because I look within my own self. And that's what I do with an audience. I stare into their eyes, whether I'm in person or if I'm online. I will stare into their eyes and I will ask them generic questions that allow them to look deep within their own souls and find their stories, their situations, their experiences that mirror not exactly are are the exact same thing but they can find something that is similar mm-hmm. going on in their own lives have you ever lost something so valuable that you wish you could have it back Hmm. Never question. Yes. It has nothing to do yeah. with what I just talked about. But you can turn around in your own life and go, "Yeah, you know yeah. what? I yeah, I can tell you that." Yeah, right. So it's yeah. the questions. It's the rhetorical questions that I'll ask an audience in that moment. But it comes down to me connecting with them through my personal story. Personal stories always allow an audience to feel like that speaker is vulnerable yeah. right now in that moment. Yeah. Mm. allows them to say okay if he or she can open themselves up in this way then i can open myself up so i have a question Uh, for you um with that whole you know just um maybe just a continuum from the question that gabby asked are how many like you have an audience are you trying to connect with everyone or i have i call it my one and done right or like what Mm. what what like when you're on that stage what's important to you to, lay, to have one person walk away immediately wanting to do something different with their life. Yeah. One person. Uh-huh. I'll give you an example. I spoke at Desjardins um, many years ago, and it's happened afterwards, but this one particular situation is one that I always talk about. Did a, pres- a presentation about fear. And when I finished the speech, everybody came over, and that's the funny part. And you've had it happen to you as well, Nikiji, where Nikiji, when you have somebody come over and they, oh my God, that was amazing. Oh, that was great. Loved your speech. Loved your performance. And then there's that one person in the back that waits till everybody leaves and he comes yeah. over. And that's the person yeah. who we, we were talking about. And he came over to me and he said, I saw your posters all over the office and I didn't know who you were, but I was interested in coming in and see you. But after listening to your speech, I got to tell you something. I was uh, at about four o'clock today. I'm, I was prepare, prepared to go to the lawyer's office, sign papers to divorce my wife. Mm. I thought she was the reason for our failed marriage. I blamed her for everything. But when I heard your story and how you connected with me from it, I realized I was the one who was hiding yeah. behind my own fears. Mm-hmm. I'm wow. going to go now and I am going to try and reconcile things with her. Wow. Yeah. I don't know this man. Yeah. He doesn't know. But isn't it amazing how you can yes. with somebody through your stories and allow them to look deep within their soul to understand what they're going through and change their life and change their life. It's only one person. That's all I look forward to having that one person type in the chat. My God, I'm going through that. You know, you know, something else I'm going to share just in this moment, because uh, so one, you said, have you ever, and yeah, I know you were just kind of giving an example, but 
I almost forgot. I almost, I was in this, um, this episode, um, this episode, this experience with Dr. Christopher. He's the, he's like the doctor of video games. And somebody says, this is simulation. And that's what it felt like. I recognize that you were just giving an example, but you literally in that moment just, and so what I want to speak about too is there's a power to you, like beyond the fact that you're a really skilled speaker. There's a lot of people that are skilled speakers, but there's a lot of people that are awesome humans, right? Like you could be a really skilled, skilled speaker, but in the, in the real one-on-one like this, you're not on a stage right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're in a podcast situation, but it's just the three of us here. And, um, how would you describe, and I, and a lot of people ask me, you know, but how would you describe that inner space that lives within you? Um, that really allows you to connect with yourself. So forget about connecting with other humans, but like, like just in this experience, I'm drawn in, you know? And so that's you. And so how did you cultivate that? And, and what does, like, how do you explain that? Well, it started with the fact that I never wanted to feel intimidated in that. uh, Again, I wanted to be able to uh, always convey that inner strength Mm. that I never had when I was a child. Yeah, the fear that sat that that made me sit in a corner all the time and didn't want to express myself. So I wanted to become the voice for the voiceless. Mm-hmm. I wanted yes. to make sure that when I come into a room, I've often said to people that your first impression starts the minute you walk out of your car, because you have no idea who's in that nice car. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you, the minute you walk out of your car your impression starts. And I always want to convey that positive energy that used to swallow me up whole when I was smaller. Now I let it out. Because when I get on that stage, before I even get there, I want people to say, oh my God, I was just talking to him. He's amazing. Oh my God, yeah. I want to know what he has to say. Right there. I haven't said anything on stage, but the way I talk to people when I get there, that positive energy, that confidence that I learned to build and cultivate in my soul. Yes. And I keep saying the word soul a lot, but it's because that's exactly what it is. It starts deep within Mm -hmm. and I bring it out and it's natural to me. Yeah. Uh, And I know that about you. In fact, there's a quote that you say that I know that resonates with me. And that is don't wait for the world to recognize your greatness. Live it. Live it and let the world, let the world catch up with you. <laughs> I know that quote. That is it. Don't wait for the world to recognize your grateful your greatness. Live it. And mm-hmm. let the world catch up with you. And that is exactly what you guys That's what you guys do when your individual accolades of, 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 of me seeing you, that's what you do, right? You don't wait for anybody to tell you or put a hand on your shoulder and say, man, that was a good job. You're doing well. No, you go out there and you live it. Mm-hmm. You do what you can. And that's that's important that people have to realize that you have to try and let that that greatness that's within you come out. Yeah. Let it come out. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> we just want, we want more of you, so we got to bring you back. Yeah, we also respect your time. We know that you yeah. you have you're busy. You're, no, I don't like to use that word. You're active. You're active. You're yeah, doing things that are changing the yeah. world, and uh, and we want to make sure that you can live up to. You can be on time for your next commitment. But Roger, I just have to. Um, I just want to say thank you, and it's yes. and it's just even beyond you saying yes to this. But just I I believe we have this. This is the only life we have. 
This mm-hmm. is it. There's no do-overs. Yeah. And I really appreciate you for how you live yours and how you bring other people along. And you have, this is, you know, for everyone that's listening, like Roger said yes to me a couple of times, you know, I needed him to support um, a, a, a TD. And so have you. And so have you. <laughs> yeah. Both these two magnificent ladies have said yes when I've needed them as well. So, <laughs> so thank you. I really do. And uh, I love how you're showing up for the world. And I, yeah. Man, I'm just, I feel like emotions. I don't know what I feel right now, but it's like, we didn't even really talk about your stories. I'm like, damn. Yeah, no. We're going to get back for his story. we got to come back. back. I have to come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, well, so he's saying yes, everybody. So watch out because we're going to have Roger on full guest episode, 45 yes. minutes listening to, you know, how God, like, took time with this individual and, and, and the life that you're living. And I look, yes. I look excited. I'm very excited to interview you. Yeah. And the lives he's impacting around the world. Yeah. So get yes. ready, get ready for it. Get ready. Get ah! ready. And unfortunately this is where we have to say, get ready for the end because this is where we say we're out. Bye-bye. <laughs> so there you have it. I hope you are thriving and feeling empowered and thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you think can benefit from the tips that were delivered. As Tom Bilyeu says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been awesome sharing energy with you. It's your girl, And I'm out.